What's going on, comic book movie fans? My name is Jonathan. This is Comic Book Cinema. Today I'm joined by three wonderful people. And today we're going to discuss our favorite and least favorite comic book shows. When you think of your least favorite comic book shows, which one just comes right out there, just pops in your brain? I can't even remember the name of it, but it's some show that was on Netflix with Josh Dumel, I think was the main character. Their kids are superheroes and they were superheroes in like the 60s or so it's it's really it was terrible it was awful i don't even remember the name of it i'll have to look it up yeah i've never heard of that so you can't even think of the name of the show it was that bad yeah i'll have to look it up i can't remember the name of it when i think of the worst oh geez you know it's funny i, I don't know if this is the worst probably not but you remember the 90s flash show yeah Did you guys ever watch that mm. yeah. When it, when it came out, I think it started off as a, like a made-for-TV film, and then they started morphing it into the show, or maybe it was the vice versa. But when I was a kid, that was cool because Rick and I, we didn't have much growing up. I mean, I guess all you guys are fairly the same age as me. I'm about to be 35. You guys are close to that ballpark. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, when we were growing up, yeah, Rick's like a little bit higher, buddy. When, when we were growing up, we didn't have that much. You know, we – I mean – Shoot, we had the old Superman films, the old Batman films. That's really it. I mean, if you want to count Flash Gordon, you know, or something like that, something off the wall. But when that Flash show came out and we got to see an actual Flash on the television screen with a cool costume, it was kind of neat. But when you go back and watch those now, they don't hold up that well. But you know what? The more and more I think about this, because I do have that box set on DVD, it's not an awful show. It's really not. In some ways, now this might be a hot take, but in some ways, I think overall, it's a better show than the new Flash show. Because <laughs> that new Flash show started off fantastic. Don't get me wrong, the first couple seasons, but just like Arrow, it started going downhill like massively for me. The, the first couple seasons were great. The crossovers killed the WB for me. Yeah, I, like I appreciate what they were trying to do there, but that Flash show, that's the thing, like, it started off really strong, but when I evaluate a show, I try to evaluate it as a whole. That's why Walking Dead is way low for me. If you're talking first two seasons of Walking Dead, it's top tier. But then, you know, season three is a little bit worse, season four, and then blah, blah, blah. Same thing with The Flash and Arrow for me. You know, you started getting Diggle that was wearing the Magneto helmet for some reason towards the end of the Arrow series and a lot of weird and wacky stuff started happening because they probably were running low on ideas, I guess. I think Jeff Johns left those shows, didn't he? He went to the movie section. They, like, promoted him, and then I think it just went down from then. That could have had something to do with it. Uh, Willow. I don't know if you really consider that a comic book series. But <laughs> that was – yeah, that wasn't very good. Willow – I thought Willow of, was a movie. Well, there's a new series. It's a victim of Disney. Again, <laughs> new age Disney. Uh, so. yeah. I'm sure they, well, they check off all their woke boxes. and uh, They do. What do you guys think about the new Disney Plus shows? We can talk about those. Mediocre at best. They're not as good as I want them wanted them to be. I know this is an unpopular opinion, but I really enjoyed the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I thought it was really well you. structured. That's that's probably my favorite Disney Plus show currently, uh, because of how it was structured and how there was a oh my gosh moment at the end of every episode almost that kind of had you hooked, you know, wanting to see what happened next. But I really enjoyed that one. And then some of them, yeah, have been really mediocre, and some of them have been really bad. 
I, I enjoyed Moon Knight, actually. I thought Moon Knight was pretty decent. See, some people love that show, and I I didn't love it, but I thought it was good enough only because of Oscar Isaac. <laughs> I hated it. That's one, like, for me, it's, like, bottom of my list on, like, just bad. I, I think one of the things that I hate, though, I hate the asylum trope where it's, like, oh, they're crazy, they're stuck in their head, they're in the asylum, you know, like the whole thing. And I hate every time I see that in a show. And as soon as they did that in there, I was like, oh, I'm done. Like, I can't, I can't like it now. Well, that's kind of a Moon Knight thing. But for me, it was almost a little too predictable. I mean, mm-hmm. nobody saw the hippo- hippopotamus coming or, you know, uh, to wet it. But yeah. I just felt like it was a little too predictable. I was thinking like from, from the first episode, like, I hope this is not all in his head. I hope he's not really like in a mental asylum. And sure enough, you know, that's basically in a nutshell, but you know, it's kind of like, was it, or was it not at the end? And it was cool to get introduced to the third personality, the um, Jake Lockley, right? Like I said, there's a big following for that show. A lot of people really liked it. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys like the Loki series? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that, too. Yeah, I loved it. That was iffy on me. Unpopular opinion, but I wasn't huge on it. I thought it was really slow in a lot of places. Wasn't the biggest fan of Sylvie. That's one thing I will say, that all the Marvel shows that I did not like, Moon Knight, uh, Miss Marvel, that's kind of the only two that I just absolutely didn't like that much. I mean, there's a couple more that I can't think of right now, but at least in those shows like miss marvel i didn't like the show but i thought she was super super infectious personality i can't wait to see her again in a movie or a show only because of her the actress same thing with moon knight i didn't love the show but i love oscar isaac as moon knight with loki that when they introduced sylvie i just didn't really like see anything from that character that got me excited to see her pop up again in a future project which i know she probably will but that's kind of how I felt about Loki. And it was, I mean, there was some action there, but like I said, it's an unpopular opinion. Most people love that show. So most people think it's their, like, number one. I'm not a big fan of the multiverse either. I think the Doctor Strange movie was bad. I don't like them opening Whoa. up everything. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I said it. I said it. It just opens up Pandora's box. It just does. <laughs> and then everything is just kind of bastardizes. You just pull on everybody and then it confuses regular people. They're like, hey, isn't this guy uh, Spider-Man? What happened to this guy? It, yeah, it I, does. It, it, to an extent, it does. But how awesome and epic is it going to be to see Tobey Maguire and Hugh Jackman on screen together as Spider-Man and Wolverine? Because that's very likely going to happen. I don't want it. That's oh, not going to make you I need it. I need it. it it's I, it's going to happen in Secret Wars for sure. I want to yeah. reboot with X-Men. I'm gonna, they are going to reboot. That's the thing. They are going to reboot the X-Men just because they're bringing in some of these old Fox men doesn't mean that, I mean, it's, it's still canon, but it's in a different multiverse. So it doesn't matter. You know, whatever happened in that multiverse doesn't matter. We're still in 616. I, I think this is going to be a way for them to kill off characters without killing our characters off. Yeah. Because they can bring them from another multiverse, kind of like they did in uh, Multiverse of Madness. Which kind of, in a way, cheapens death, but I still, I'm still down with it. You know, overall, like getting those moments matters more to me than deaths being cheapened. Because let's be honest, it's a comic book movie. Deaths are going to be cheapened anyway, right? Coulson came back, had his own series. We were already getting a lot of this anyway before the multiverse concept was introduced. So 
It's not like, you know, now all of a sudden deaths are cheapened. We're probably going to see Robert Downey Jr. pop up again too, which is going to be bittersweet for me because who doesn't want to see him again though? That's the thing. Like everyone loves Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Yeah. Cause he is, he is <laughs> Iron Man. Like, <clears throat> yeah. What I didn't like is the, the Spider-Man's like when you brought in all the other Spider-Man's cause they spent so much time building Tom Holland as this is our Spider-Man. We're building them. And then you bring them these other ones back and everybody's like, Oh no, but I like this one better. Now I don't like Tom Holland cause this one's back. And it kind of like cheapens everything that they just did with Tom Holland. I I, I like get that argument, but it's also kind of like old school wrestlers coming back to give the new guys a rub, Rick. You know, it's like <clears throat> Rick Flair coming back to to give. Well, even though Shawn Michaels didn't really need a rub at that point, but you get what I'm trying to say, right? Steen coming back to be Darby Allen's manager, he is giving that guy more luster and shine just by being, you know, in the same room as him, being involved with him. That's kind of how I view it. I get the argument. I digress. We digress. We're talking about <laughs> movies now. But I'll say this. Have you guys ever seen The Boys on Amazon? Absolutely, yeah. yes. That is my all-time favorite superhero show. It's uh, yeah. that good. Yeah. And it, it doesn't have anything to do with Marvel or DC, but I absolutely love it. And I really wish that we could get something close to that, you know, on the DC or Marvel spectrum of things because – Right now, Amazon is killing it. Even their uh, animated Invincible mm-hmm. is probably better than 99% of all the crap that we've gotten from DC and Marvel. Yeah. Well, but they, they're free to go there, though. Like, it, it, you know what I mean? They don't have, like, the, the stigma of, like, a child base, right? Like, yep. the, the boys is not a Read show for kids at any point. Like, 10 minutes in, you see a woman get splattered down the street, like, by a superhero, you know? And then, like... They don't, they're, they're restrained. You know, Amazon with the boys has not had to be, you know, I was going to argue against that point, but now the more I think about it, I love Peacemaker too. And it's also R rated mature show. Yeah. Peacemaker is probably like number two or three for me. Have you, have you guys all seen that? Yeah. Great show. Absolutely great. You know, the first couple episodes, I wasn't quite sold yet, but getting further into it, you start loving that band of misfits and just how ridiculous they all are. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's some merit to that. You don't have to have an R rated mature themed show to have a good show. Yeah. But maybe it helps a lot, I guess, to not have those handcuffs on. Well, because you can like feel it right. When somebody gets punched and it caves their chest in, like (laughs) it makes it more believable that some like these people really are as strong as they are. They're not. They're not holding back. They are not in the same level as everybody else. Like they are yeah. as strong as you think they are, and they are decimating people. Like Homelander in his vision, whenever he's just like mowing down the crowd, you know. I mean, it's like, gosh, like this is this is visceral and terrifying because if Brutal. this is what superheroes really were capable of, we would not stand a chance at any point. No. <laughs> well, he's got the powers of Superman, basically, you know. And yeah, that's that's it's so cool. Books of, of uh, boys is that ultimate like what would we do if they just didn't care they're yeah, not all yeah. superman you know they're not all the boy scout or boy scout that cares about what people think of them and they just run wild yeah that's why i appreciate man of steel so much because it's the closest <laughs> thing it is the closest thing that we have gotten to that real world take on yeah. a character like superman as real as it can be Without being, you know, Homelander or whatever, the boys. And it's also, you know, not as fake as, 
hi, I am Superman, Christopher Reeves type stuff. You know, it's, it mm-hmm. is just, and, and I hate that we are not going to have Henry Cavill come back as Superman. Uh, so James Gunn just called. He said, what Superman are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, right. It hurts me in every part of my body. My back hurts, my neck hurts, and my sack hurts because of not seeing Henry Cavill come back as Superman. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. What about yeah. the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Did you guys ever watch that? I did not. A couple seasons, it, yeah. it wasn't That was good. a tough one. That was, that was a rough one. Yeah. Uh, have you guys seen Titans or Doom Patrol? Either yeah. one of those? It, it had Doom Patrol. Was good. I like Doom Patrol. I yeah. do. It's a great dynamic of that, like, core group of people that don't have like this huge history where everyone knows them like spider-man batman them and you could just go different places with them yeah. too that's what made guardians of the galaxy so good i love the guardians of the galaxy movies because they just took that like group of unknowns and changed them the little bit they needed to to make them tv friendly and or movie friendly and everything and just went with it you didn't have like the stigmatism of well that's not what he looks like or that not that's not what he does and they just went with it yeah Mm-hmm. Doom Patrol does the same thing. Yeah, that was a, yeah. it was a fun show. It was de- like like I said, I haven't seen past season one, but first season was good. You mentioned Titans. Titans, I when I watched it right when it was first coming out. I mean, I can remember buying the DC app at that time, Pasconelli. You yeah. remember that? The yep. you would also get access to some of their digital comics. And the Swamp Thing show that came out that same time was really freaking good. Better to that me was- than Titans. Absolutely. Uh, I think that was the best of all three of them. I don't know why they they canceled that after one season because it was great. But going back to Titans, I was really into it when it first came out, watching it on a small computer screen. But now that I watch it on HBO Max it's on my big screen, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit more picky. It's just it doesn't hold up as much as I thought it would, you know, when it first came out. And that wasn't that long ago. It was like four years ago, five years ago when it came out. Yeah. Like but uh, looking back now, it's not as cool as I thought it was. I mean, Robin's cool in there. Don't get me wrong. It's cool. He's killing people and, you know, smashing their face against glass and stuff like that. But, eh, you know, yeah. Well, like you said before, just because you have an R rating doesn't mean it's going to be good. Because I think Titans is just okay. Yeah. Yeah. The finale with the demon dude came out. The special effects are just so bad when you watch it on a big screen now. And like I said, I think it was because I was, you know, watching it on my phone when it first came out on the DC Universe app back in those days, you know. But now it's like, oh, when I'm watching it on my big screen, it's just like, this isn't as good as I remembered it. <laughs> you guys probably never watched. Rick, I, I'm going to ask you about this. Did you ever watch that old school Spider-Man show back in the day from the 70s? Yeah. Where you had the giant wrist thing on one hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got the action figure, yeah. I, I can remember that being at the video store back in the day. And like I said earlier, we didn't have much back in those days, but I can remember being just fascinated and enamored with this, you know, version of the Spider-Man because we didn't have a Spider-Man at that point. You guys and probably Captain never saw that, did you? No. Yeah. It's really old school. We'll put some clips in this video. You Captain know, America. When you talk about it. cheesiness and this Captain Oh, you talking when about the Captain 70s America. with the clear shield? Yeah. When he had that like helmet, that I had ne- the wings just on her. Yeah, I never watched that <laughs> growing up, but I found out about it recently, like watching some of these YouTube videos of late. But yeah, it looks pretty bad. I've never, like I said, I've never watched it. But he's got that super flimsy looking clear Captain America shield. Yeah, it looks bad. 
And, and of course, the Incredible Hulk. Now we, I'm sure we all have seen that growing up. You know, that was a fairly popular show, especially when it for its time. You know, like what was that late seventies, mid to, to to late eighties as well, kind of for the Incredible Hulk. I think it ran for like ten seasons or so. It was on for a while. Have you watched Gotham? Yes, Gotham is one of my like favorite. Like I don't really like DC TV shows because they're just not that great. But Gotham was good from the start to finish, man. Like it, it re- I really enjoyed like young Batman, you know, coming into Batman, and then just like the Alfred Pennyworth, like like cool. just part of like getting something behind him was just great for me too. Like I really enjoyed that, and then um, just all the all the villains just coming in. It's like young people and the way they've done everything. I really enjoyed Gotham. I don't typically enjoy those types of origin stories, but they did a good job with that. Mm-hmm. They really did. What about, and I enjoy uh, that penguin too. I thought he was a good, really good penguin. Yeah. What about uh, Daredevil? Did you guys like Daredevil? Oh, of course, man. That's that's oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sure. Like top three, if, top three if, for sure. If Marvel could just make more shows like Daredevil, every show would be good. Absolutely. And I think that's yeah. part of why a lot of us haven't liked the Disney Plus shows as much is because Daredevil, The Punisher, even like Jessica Jones and Luke, Luke Cage, you know, those were so well done by Netflix that, I mean, like we, none of us want most of those people recast because they were so d- done so well. And I think that's kind of where we get shafted a little with the Disney Plus shows is because it's, it's not as good. Did you it's leave out Iron Fist on purpose? <laughs> Yes, because Iron Fist is <laughs> trash. Yeah, that trash. is a bad one. Yeah, it was bad. I like that it gave like a little bit more like, you know, in-depth, you know, in-depth of like different things that are going on. But other than that, it just wasn't good at all. It was terrible what, casting. When they did the Defenders, he was way better in the Defenders than he was yeah. in his own show. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not way better, but slightly better. <laughs> I mean, comparatively. I it's like, pretty awful. What's, what's funny is you take a show like Titans – and compare it with Iron Fist, and they are on the same level, at least in my mind. So we're talking some of these DC shows that are top caliber DC shows. Now, I'm not saying DC's terrible because Peacemaker's freaking excellent, but it's also James Gunn. In my mind, Iron Fist is on par with Titans. <laughs> Doom Patrol's a lot better, but, you know, it's Swamp Thing. That Iron Fist was pretty rough. And, and Jessica Jones started getting rough, too, especially in season two. And, yeah. and Luke Cage went downhill. Luke Cage started off so good. The first half of the first season, oh, my gosh, Cottonmouth was the best villain ever. And then they killed him off. And for oh. whatever reason, they were, uh, you know, going that goofier, wackier direction with the Diamondback, you know, and he had the weird helmet. And I was like, okay, this is turning into a 1997 Marvel movie really fast. It started off great. I love Luke Cage. I love Daredevil. All three seasons are so mwah, solid. And then uh, Punisher, the show itself was, uh, but him being in Daredevil was great. I loved everything that, you know, when he was in the Daredevil show, season two. Yeah. Even though he does this a lot. <laughs> he loves doing that, John Bernthal. Yeah, that's his thing for sure. And everything. <laughs> but he's a great actor. He, he's really good. I just think it's funny that he does that a lot. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch uh, Lois and Clark back in the day? Oh, yeah. That was a good show. I mean, it was I okay thought, for its time. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. When I watched it, I thought it was good. Probably if I watch it now, it's going to be not nowhere as good as I thought it was. 
<laughs> I haven't seen the new uh, Lois and Superman, whatever the new one's called, you know, but people have said good things about that. It's another CW show, I think. I actually wouldn't mind giving that one a shot. The girl that played Lois in that old school Lois and Clark, Terry Hatcher. When I was a kid, I had a big time crush on her. <laughs> she was real and they're spectacular. Yeah, <laughs> she was hot, man. They're also making in the future, they're going to be releasing a show focusing on the penguin as played by Colin Farrell, which is interesting to say the least. That's supposed to be coming out on HBO Max in the next year or so. And it's also going to be canon canonically connected to the Batman films. I think it's like an origin possibly of that penguin or maybe somewhere in between the first and second film, something along those lines. But that's intriguing. Colin Farrell. Has James Gunn approved that Batman going forward? Yes. I think that they're going to, you know, I mean, their president, David Zaslav, made the comment that we're not going to have four Batman, you know, moving forward. And okay. a, peop- a lot of people took that out of context and they're like, oh, they're only going to have one Batman. Not necessarily, but they're not going to have four Batman. You know, they're going to have probably the Pattinson universe be on its own. And then you're going to have a whole different Batman, which is not going to be Ben Affleck. It's going to be someone else playing their, you know, but they do, at least they recognize, thank God, they recognize that we have to have a strong Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. That is our three pillars for our foundation. And, and if you get them right and you get people loving those three, then the rest of your universe is just going to grow and thrive like Marvel has. Maybe that's why they're recasting Henry Cavill. As much as that that hurts me, you know, maybe they're going to go really young and they need to do the same with Batman and Wonder Woman. You know, get cast some younger actors and have something you can build upon in the next 10, 15 years. Sign them to a crazy 10-movie deal. They forced those last characters. They wanted to be Marvel so bad and try to compete with them, but they can't. Like, I mean, not that they can't. They couldn't because Marvel had already started that since Iron Man 1. Like, that built so perfectly and went so far that it's hard to be like, oh, we're going to do the same thing as that, but, like, do it in a shorter time frame. Absolutely. They were trying to play catch up. They should have just took their time, started off slow. But yeah, it is what it is. The show that I was talking about is called Jupiter's Legacy. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, that was really bad. It's boring. (laughs) Yeah. Like you really just like you never really figure out what's going on. Yeah. What happened. Terrible. Like it was pretty. I mean, it was shot well. I mean, really, it was shot well. But it just. Story is awful. Yeah, it's just it's not great. There's another show that was on. Um, and I don't know if it's based on a comic series. I think it probably is, but it's it was called Powers, and it was on. It was only like it was put out by Sony, and you could only watch it if you had PlayStation Network. And there was like two seasons of it. And it's actually yeah. to me when I look at it, it's like a precursor to what The Boys is because it was like gritty and violent and just more adult friendly than like normal superhero stuff i liked it it was like a detective i never got into it but i but i heard it was cool speaking of older shows that are like that do you guys remember heroes yeah tom absolutely heroes like heroes was great save the cheerleader save Save the the world world, man that's it that was back in the early netflix days like early early netflix days if you had netflix back in those days like you were like hey we're going to to go watch this (laughs) <laughs> guys thank you so much for joining us make sure you like share and subscribe check us out on tiktok and instagram at real comic book cinema you can also find us on facebook 
and check us out over at patreon.com slash cinema. And if you prefer this show in podcast format, you can always find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, just to name a few. Check us out in that realm, too. Until next time, have a great day.